Welcome to the free sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's time for Next Gen Friday. We are so excited about the future of our fellowship that we highlight the 40 and under pastors of CFM. We hope you are inspired by the deep bench of pastors and leaders coming up around the world. Make sure to subscribe from wherever you're listening to continue hearing life-changing messages. If you like what you hear, please support World Evangelism by subscribing to the premium version of this podcast for even more sermons. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy today's sermon. Praise God. Amen. I appreciate every opportunity to minister the gospel and what a privilege and a honor it is to be back home behind the pulpit of my pastor. And so uh, before I get started, I uh, just want to say thank you uh, to, to everyone. Uh, I remember last time I was here, I uh, said a, a, a list of thanks and I didn't get everyone. So it's, it'll take too long to thank everyone. So I thank you for, for everything, the investment. And uh, that being said, turn in your Bibles to Nehemiah chapter, chapter 4. And it's so, it's so weird coming back home, not being called uh, uh, Pastor Jared uh, anymore, but my, my new name has become Poppy. Hey, Poppy, uh, this is how we do things here in South Florida. Hey, Poppy, this is how we, like, who in the world is Poppy, you know? But, but anyhow, amen, it's good to be home, amen, in the house of God. I want to preach a sermon tonight that I've entitled, uh, Who Are You? Amen. And I uh, just want to be very practical tonight, very simple, uh, ministering from the Word of God. And I want to jump right into it. There's a, uh, a story or an article that I, that I ran across that, uh, uh, that mentions a very, very popular quote from uh, Mary Kay Ash. And the quote is, there are three types of people in this world, those who make things happen, those who watch things happen, and those who wonder what happened. Which one are you? That's the question as we get into the Word of God tonight. The article goes on to say, the vast population of this earth indeed, uh, and indeed nations themselves may readily be divided into three groups. There are, are few who make things happen, uh, the many more who watch things happen, and the overwhelming majority who have no notion of to what happened. Uh, every human being is born into this third and large, largest group, for it is for himself, his environment, uh, his environment and his education to determine whether he shall rise to the second group or even the first group. And I want to take a t- I've got to build a foundation for this because in our text, out of Nehemiah chapter 4, it is a group of people that made things happen. And these weren't uh, uh, so-called people of uh, the highest status quo of life, but they were just average people that just simply responded to the work of God, of having uh, a, a heart for to restore the walls of Jerusalem. If you know the story, we're going to refer to Nehemiah throughout the rest of the message. And uh, this fact about all of the people, it is true in every aspect of the world. 
There are few people in this world that really, really make things happen. Can you say amen? There are very few. How many people had the responsibility of, of shutting down the whole world? Not everybody, just a select few, right? They make things happen. Then were those that just kind of watched and says, you know what, uh, what's going on? And then there were the rest of us uh, or, or, or the rest of the folks, you know, didn't have a clue what was going on. Right. This is also true in sports. You've got playmakers. You've got those that make plays. You've got those that make things happen. You've got those that people count on and those that uh, uh, can talk a good game, that just kind of watch the playmakers do. Then you have those that don't have a, a clue as to how things are running. And I begin to think about this in the spiritual sense and the great commission that you and I are a part of. What type of people make things happen? What are the type of people that really, really make the will of God or, or establishes the, word of, the, the will of God and put those things into motion? And more than anything, I want to ask a question as we read our text. What type of person are you or who are you? And we all know the setting of our story out of Nehemiah. The walls of Jerusalem are broken. Nehemiah has a vision from God. He's weeping for Jerusalem. He's weeping for uh, his people. And in verse 6, he says, uh, he's uh, uh, making this, he says, So we built the wall, and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. Let's first and foremost talk about uh, the wall. And as was mentioned last night, as a as, as pastor was preaching about this nation, how it was founded, godly principles uh, and different things like that. I'm, I don't want to rehash that. But uh, how many know that there's some things that have been broken in our land, in our nation and what we're involved in? There's great things that were established, godly principles. Uh, and how many know that our walls are, are, are kind of broken down? How many know what the walls represent? Uh, you know, in, in, in this context uh, or in, in these times, what uh, a wall represented uh, was uh, identity. These were God's chosen people that were brought uh, out of Egypt uh, and God uh, placed his name on them, gave them, uh, uh, gave them purpose, gave them an identity, gave them uh, or, or separated them, called them out to himself, just like he, he does with you and I. And what begins to happen is the enemy comes in, begins to tear down some walls, tear down some foundations, and begin to rob God's people of their inheritance. Can you say amen? The broken walls, amen, talking about, and there's a lot of symbolism tonight. Speaking about broken walls, we're talking about the work for God. And so what's fascinating, as, I'm gonna, uh, as we begin to uh, ex explore this, what type of people, 
What type of people does it take uh, to reestablish, to reaffirm uh, these boundaries, these godly principles? Can I say uh, it takes a people with a mind to work? As it says in our text, that word, uh, a mind to work, uh, is, a, is, is a heart issue. It's something that is solely tied to the heart. Uh, and it's what's real in, interesting that uh, the text doesn't say the people had the mind to work. It says a mind to work. And what that speaks to me, uh, amen, commentators don't really expound on that. Uh, uh, but uh, what that speaks to me is that th- these were people that had uh, one agenda. They were in singleness of heart. They were all in agreement. They were all in unity uh, because they wanted to do a work for God. Can I tell you, as long as you want to do something for God, that's all it would take for you to be used by God. We talk about calling. I think it was mentioned already uh, uh, this week about uh, uh, how do you know when you call? You don't know. Just want to do something for God. How do, uh, how do somebody from uh, Charleston, South Carolina, end up in South Florida? That's way beyond me. That's way beyond my own uh, imagination. All I knew, uh, amen, is that, you know what, uh, whatever God had called me to, whatever he's placed before me, you know what, uh, why not? How can I say no, which I did at first? <laughs> How could I say no to what God has placed uh, in me? How can I say no to the investment, uh, amen, that was, uh, uh, that uh, this congregation, many of you, uh, amen, uh, invested the years of investment, the years, uh, the resources into my life. How can I possibly say no? It took some counsel of my pastor to kind of convince me. (laughs) I went to him in the desperate need of something that was heavy on my heart, some family issues where I can remember it vividly. We were at the last, last church service in boot camp last, uh, in 2019. I began to ask him some questions about something that was heavy on my heart. He's, he says, Smith, uh, this is what it is. You've got to do this. Uh, and by the way, there's an opportunity in Pembroke Pines, Florida for you. We'll talk about it in two weeks when I get back from Russia. Pastor, we're not having this conversation right now. But you know what? Despite all what I had, my thoughts, amen, when it was all said and done, thank God for the wisdom of my pastor. And, you know, this is what it takes. This is what it takes to do a great thing for God. I want to take a look at, amen, there is refuge within the boundaries of the wall. Can you say amen? And these things to be uh, established. Here it is in our text. Nehemiah has a true burden for the building of the wall. He's going to the king. He's weeping. He says, you know what, and actually in chapter 2, the king asks him, he says, you know what, why is your countenance fallen? Even though you're not sick, why are you so sad? Why are you so sad? And the conversation goes on, and Nehemiah responds, he says, you know what, why shouldn't I be sad? 
Why shouldn't I be sad? And, and what, what the conversation goes on and says, you know what? The land of my fathers are broken. The land, the walls, uh, and all that my fathers are invested, you know what? It's done away with. It lies in ruins. Uh, and you know what? Uh, why shouldn't I be sad? And so what I want to uh, uh, relay out of that is, can we be sad for the broken walls here in our nation, and our land, or whatever it is that God has called us to? Can we be sad? Can we be a people that make things happen? Verse 6, it says, for the people had a mind to work, meaning that uh, their heart was engaged. And that's what I want to deal with is, is the heart. The heart was engaged with this work. The heart was engaged. All the people were together with one common mission, and that was to reestablish these foundations or these walls in Jerusalem. Can you have a heart to reestablish what God has called you into? Do you have a heart and a passion to build these walls again, starting with you? We can all talk about how bad our nation is or has become and the different issues. But there again, what type of person are you? Do you have the heart for it? I cannot honestly say that I was all the way on board for being there in South Florida. As a matter of fact, we were driving down, uh, and, and I believe we had stopped in. As soon as we got to Florida, we had stopped in to have, have, have lunch. Uh, and then I'm, I'm not much into fortune cookies and all of that. I don't put any stock in them at all. But as we're eating lunch at a Chinese restaurant, it said, uh, I, I, I entertain the fact of reading a fortune cookie. And I kid you not, it says, uh, the, the, the fortune said, or whatever, it says, a ship in harbor is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. <laughs> That's the reaction that I had. That's the reaction that I had, man. You know, we aren't necessarily built, uh, or, 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 or we are built for a specific purpose. Uh, and yes, uh, there's comforts. Yes, there's different things, uh, amen, uh, that, uh, that we would like to hold on to. There's different desires and different uh, things that we ourselves would hang on to. Uh, but how many know that's not what God has called us to? That's not what he has built us for. He's built the ships to sail the oceans, the open seas. And I couldn't believe it, what I was reading. <laughs> but it was confirmation, I guess, in a sense, in my own heart. And so here it is. We've laid the foundation for Nehemiah. And he's uh, having a burden for his, uh, uh, his people, for the walls to be rebuilt and how many know every time you want to do a work for God, there's a conspiracy? There's a conspiracy, amen. Verse 7 of Nehemiah chapter 4 says, Now it happened when Sanballat, Tobiah, and uh, the, Arab, uh, the Arabs, uh, the Amorites, and the Ash, 
Jebedites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were being, uh, uh, beginning to be closed, that they became very angry. And all of them conspired to come and attack Jerusalem to create confusion. How I many know every time you want to do a work for God, there's a Sanballat and there's a Tobiah? Amen. And just as, uh, amen, many of us are called uh, to go and do a work for God uh, and we, God drops deposits in our heart and we go, uh, we respond and then all of a sudden here comes uh, Sanballat. Here comes uh, Tobiah. How many know what that word Sanballat means? It's translated into a, a word uh, meaning uh, a, a bramble bush. That's what it trans or, or in other words, uh, it means Enemy in secret. A conspirator, in other words. Uh, uh, what a bramble bush is, I don't know uh, much about bramble bushes, but these are designed to choke the life out of what God is doing. Bramble bushes, they are thorny bushes that uh, cause wreak havoc, but it's the, the reference I'm making to that. Uh, it is that it is uh, what is designed uh, to uh, choke the life out of what God, are do- God is doing. And there's many facets uh, of uh, Sanballat. There's many angles. Uh, amen. There will always be opposition in the building of God's work. Can you say amen? In the case of Israel, we know uh, they're, they're displaced, they're in captivity because uh, of their sin. Uh, amen. But how many know it's not just uh, blatant sin on the outside that causes a hindrance of the work of God? Yes, I understand you cannot build a work on sin, but uh, how many know that refusing to do your part can cause that hindrance as well. I want to move into. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, On the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe, because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. This portion of my text, doing your part, because this is having a heart. This is what caused the children of Israel in this setting to accomplish mission impossible. 
There is no way that they were able to, uh, supposed had been able to get this wall completed. But uh, the end story of this is that because uh, they went and everyone uh, took on his own responsibility by doing their part, uh, amen, they were able to accomplish this task. They were able to uh, establish the wall being built again. And symbolically, if we could use that to our commission, as where it says, go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How many know in the body of Christ, we've got to do our own part? Each individual, we're in this together. There's not a solo, uh, uh, there's not an individual in this place, man. Thank God for the fellowship that you and I are involved in. No one in here has gotten to the place to where they are on their own. And so, how we get this done, this great commission, is that everybody has to do their part. As an individual, first and foremost. And then when we do those things as an individual, God begins to bless that. And he can establish his work and his plan and his purpose for our life. Can you say amen? Doing our part regardless of what other people are doing. Amen. We could, we could mock uh, other denominations. We could mock other religions. We could uh, do whatever it is that we do. But if we're not doing what God has called us to do. How much better are we? Doing what you're called to do regardless uh, of what brother or sister so-and-so is doing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the thought of uh, Tobiah and Sanballat as they're looking out on, uh, on the children of Israel saying, you know what? There's no way that this can happen. But can you imagine, though, on the other hand, what Nehemiah saw and what was in his heart? He's looking at the same people. He's looking at the same, uh, he's looking at the, the same people that uh, these guys are looking at. And he says, you know what? We can get it done if everyone would do their part. He's saying, uh, we can get it done. This is what's in my heart. Uh, this is what I'm going to do. What is it that God has called you to do? See, not everybody can go into the harvest. If you sent everybody, who's going to? If you sent everybody, who's who's going to be those to send them? We need senders. We need pillars. Amen. What is it that God has called you to do? And are you doing it to the best of your ability? As I'm reading this and I'm kind of studying this, this out, I just begin to think, what if the people of Jerusalem, all these men, all these people that were in captivity, decided, you know, hey, man, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do my part because brother so-and-so is not doing his part. Or I'm not going to do this or, or, you know, and, and there again, this is a lot of symbolism. I know it was uh, building their portion of the wall or the gate or the, whatever it is that, that they were responsible for. 
But what is it that you're responsible for? Maybe you're not called to preach. Maybe you're not. But you can give, you can outreach, you can love folks, you can help them. All of these things uh, play into what you and I are a part of. Making things happen. Instead of just talking about making things happen. Doesn't the word of God says, and whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not as to men. See, there's a great opportunity, even right now, for Christians to stand up and rebuild our godly nation. There's a great opportunity. We're, we're down in, in South Florida, man, and, and I tell you what, it's just unreal as to what God is doing. I, I, I come also with a, with a good report. Amen. God's doing tremendous things as we're fighting through, just like everybody else. So, amen. Things are happening. We've, uh, but you know, I have never in 23 years of salvation have somebody begging us to send a church. Sinners. <laughs> begging us. We just... Uh, 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 three weeks ago from tomorrow, amen, we, we did uh, officially launch out uh, a baby work into the Coconut Creek area there in, uh, uh, in South Florida. And I'm telling you, it's been three weeks, and look at what God's done already. This is them at their Memorial Day fellowship. That's three families represented there haven't officially had their first service yet. <laughs> Having the time of their life, man. And it, I, I, I could say so much more, but the fact of the matter is, it's, it's all God. It's all God. They, they, they've had people begging us to, hey, you got to hurry up and get these guys here. As we begin to labor and as we begin to outreach uh, in the Coconut Creek area, establishing uh, uh, just uh, 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 contacts and families, praying with folks, man. It's unreal. We have a great opportunity to do something for God. If we have the mind or the heart to work. And these aren't any special guys. There's nothing special about myself or anything like that. Many of you know me, who I am. Amen. But having the mind to work. Let's talk about vision. Because I believe that that was the case here in Nehemiah. I believe this was the people that had a vision that began missing this great land, this great place that God had established for them. And they grabbed a hold of the vision, man, that uh, Pastor Nehemiah had, if, you, if, we, if we can say that. And they had this in their heart. The Bible tells us, in Proverbs 29:18 it says when where there is no vision the people perish the people perish and there again you can just paint the picture 
of these men. Think about this. If they, they, if they didn't grasp this vision, if they didn't grasp who they were and what God had called them to do, they, they would have literally perished because the wall would have, not, would have not gotten done. The wall would have not gotten completed and there would have been no protection at all against the enemy as they're trying to do something for God. What is your vision? Our brother uh, uh, Morales mentioned, maybe you can't go, but you know what? Maybe you need to stimulate some resources. Maybe that's all you could do. So be it. That's still, still doing your part. What about outreach? What about Helping somebody so that we can reestablish some godly principles in, in the land. How many know, as it so famously quoted, all it takes to, for evil to prevail is for good to do nothing? That's true. Listen what the message version says. It says, We kept at it, repairing and rebuilding the wall. The whole wall was soon joined together and halfway to its intended height because the people had a heart for their work. There was one vision. There wasn't folks trying to do their own thing, making a name for themselves. Amen. It was everybody joined together. And you know what? If, there again, we don't have enough time to uh, uh, recount every detail of, of, of this building of the wall. But there again, just want to keep it very simple and practical. Taking care of what you are responsible for. So that God can move, that God can bless. That God can put his hand upon what he's doing. What is your burden? Who are you? Are you one to make things happen? Are you one to watch things happen? Or you just don't know what's happening? <laughs> if you don't know what's happening, man, or if you don't grab a hold of what's happening, man, I'm telling you beyond a shadow of a doubt, you're missing out. You are truly, truly missing, missing out. out. There's nothing in this life, in this world, and there again, I understand doubt and fear and insecurities and different things. I, I get it. I get it. But if you're not laying a hold and grabbing a hold of what God has moved, you are definitely missing out, man. Definitely missing out. Can we weep like Nehemiah wept to establish that foundation? Can we quit listening to all the fear-mongering, amen, in the, in, in, in the media? Can we quit listening to all the influences? Can we quit listening to all the sandblasts and, 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 the, and the conspiracies and just simply focus on what it is that God has called us to do? Now, we briefly talked about Nehemiah's burden, but what about your burden tonight? 
What about your burden? What is your burden? The career? Is your burden for the things of God? And there again, I'm not... I, I, I say this with all humility, man. I, 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 I don't have it all together, I promise you. I'm not up here. No, I, I, I promise you. But what is your burden? Are you willing to work for whatever it is that God had called you to? Or what you've been praying for? Let me put it like that. You, are you willing to put in the work uh, to, in, into what uh, you've been praying for God to do? God, use me. God, make my life effective. I want to do something for God. Have you been working for it? And will you be willing to put in the work for it? Jesus himself says it best. He says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. How many know there's many voices out there that would like to shut down the church? that would love to shut down the gospel. They're trying. Amen. But on the flip side of that, the opportunities are here, I'm sure, locally to get involved in rebuilding. There's outreach, there's preaching, there's teaching, there's help, there's all types of things, man. Maybe all you're able to do is support the work of God in prayer. How many know prayer is just as vital as anything else? Do you have the heart? I want to begin to close with the blessing of working. See, whenever we have a single mind, a single heart, a single focus, there won't be any mission drift that was mentioned last night. But we can fulfill the great commission in which God has called us to go and to preach this gospel and make disciples. Amen. And this is the blessing. You know what? Uh, they got these two, or uh, these group of men, and there's many things that I kind of skimmed over at the story of Nehemiah, but you can read it on your own. But because these men had a singleness of heart, uh, in one hand, they, uh, they, 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 were, they were ready for war. And on the other hand, they had their tools uh, building the walls around them, the portions that they were responsible for. Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to commit ourselves wholly to the cause? Are we willing to fully abide in the work of Christ, man? Do you know that this nation, and I don't want to harp on the, but this, this nation has, or has the ability to influence the rest of the world with the gospel and has been. I don't know what everybody else is doing. That's not my duty, but I, I do know the impact that we're making around the globe. I do know that, but how much more 
that we can influence the rest of the world is that everybody amongst us, maybe even viewing online, will simply take care of their own responsibility, be a part, one accord, linking of hearts, and going full tail boogie for the things of God. Think about all the flags that we see here. There again, this is just a small scale, man, of what God has done and can do. There's a, to accomplish this, I should say, everyone must have the mind or have the heart to work. There's much more to be said, but I want to pray tonight. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes just for a brief moment. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.